At Design Centre Chelsea Harbour, it's never been easier to discover what's happening in the world of design. Head to SW10 and you can browse 600 of the world's most prestigious brands in 120 showrooms, all under one roof. And it's not just for the professionals. If you need help and advice, there's a concierge desk and even a personal shopping service. Nothing would have prepared me what I faced for the last 10 years. It has been a roller coaster. it has been amazing. We have gone with private jets, but we have cleaned the floors at the same time. We have drunk the most amazing champagne, yet we have gone hungry for two days. Hello, I'm Carol Annett from Country and Townhouse magazine. Welcome to the House Guest podcast, where I chat with experts from the world of interior design and decoration, the people behind the houses and hotels you see in glossy magazines like ours. Some of the names will be familiar and others may be less so, but I'm sure you'll recognise the hotels and restaurants they've designed. And if you're in the middle of your own building project or restyle, maybe you'll pick up some tips for yourself. If you listen on the Entel app, there's more information and images on the projects and places mentioned. Today I am sitting in the Chelsea apartment of Oz Lancaster with a glass of champagne, <laughs> as we are celebrating 10 years of OS Designs. Exactly. Welcome, Oz, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Now, you are renowned for very high-end residential. You have royal clients. Yeah. And it's quite a rarefied air up there. Mm. But I know that it has its challenges. I mean, it sounds very, very glamorous, so. yes. but it has its challenges. So tell us a little bit about OS Designs and how it started and <laughs> your history. Well, it started 10 years ago. I used to be a director, design director to a different company and they were very supportive of me. They said, you're going to head up all the interiors. So go and do whatever you think is the right thing for the company. So I set up their interior design division. The clients kind of found me, I found them. Networking, communication, contacts are very important. Then opened all the trade accounts with the suppliers. Then I made friends. Then I thought one day, well, I, I can actually do that for myself. So that was an amazing experience for me. I think I decided overnight. I, I called my parents and I said, I want to do this on my own. And coming from a family that my, my dad is a lawyer, my mom is an English teacher, they have no idea what I do. And they live in Turkey? They live in Cyprus. Cyprus. They live in Cyprus. They are very successful individuals on their own. But when I wanted to study design, there wasn't such a thing called interior design, interior architecture in Cyprus. And they were incredibly supportive. But they said to me, you want to set up your own company? Do it. If you fall, we will pick you up. Meaning, if anything goes wrong, we are completely behind you. What can go wrong? Lots. <laughs> <laughs> Lots, but of course, age 28. Yeah, but if you don't, but if you don't know that, and you, 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 do, you, you, you are, right exactly. But I always had a very good idea of business. Mm. I'm very sensible. And I gained amazing experiences in a couple of companies that I work with. And especially my previous boss, Handy Interiors, Lynette, she really took me under her wings and she said, you know, whenever the money comes in, you immediately buy the products and blah, blah. So I had a good idea of the business. Having said that, nothing would have prepared me what I faced for the last 10 years. 
It has been a roller coaster. It has been amazing. We have gone with private jets, but we have cleaned the floors at the same time. We have drunk the most amazing champagne, yet we have gone hungry for two days. And you've slept, you told me about sleeping in the, on the floor um, in a project because oh, yes, you were so worried on about <laughs> The client was so worried about me and said, Ozzy, what are you doing? And I said to the client, I have so much, so many drawings. And I wouldn't change a thing. It has been the most rewarding 10 years. And that's how I started. My parents said, go for it. And I said, let's see what happens. And how does one go about getting a royal patronage? I mean, how, how you, you can't sort of bump into those people on the street. Oh my street. God, no. It was completely... Well, for me what happened is I do have a lot of networking and I do have a lot of friends. And these friends really helped me out a lot, especially at the beginning of the company. Amazing friend called Stuart said to me, come and work from our showroom because, you know, you do, I didn't have a place to go to. I didn't have an office. So I did. And this lady walked in. But on that day, I took all my shoes off, everything off. I was cleaning my library, going through the books and the fabrics. I was going through the fabrics. It was like chaos in that office. She walked in and she said, oh my God, you're very creative. I said, how did you, why would you say that? She said, look at you. <laughs> you're in the middle of marbles, fabrics and everything. She became my first client, Khashoggi family, wow. which um, I'm still very good terms and they wouldn't mind me mentioning them. That was my first project. Then in that project, I met with a lovely contractor and that contractor and I got on very, very well. He introduced me to his clients. I introduced him to the design center. Then we had the collaborations going. Whenever people said to me they need a contractor, I was referring to him. Whenever people were saying to him he needs an interior designer, somebody needs an interior designer, they used to come to me. Then those referrals got me to Kwa Hai. Mm. Uh, one, one step in front of the other one. Mm. And it kept on, we kept on going. And that's one of the things that I say to the team. Every day, don't look left, right. Do not compare yourself. Each other path is different. Mm. And I think also, from what I know of you, you absolutely maintain that everyday contact with the client mm -hmm. and you are the one that is there with a cloth in your hand yeah. or a you know, piece of Murano glass or whatever, it doesn't matter. You do everything. Yes, yes, that's very important. I think that's very important that they can rely on me. Yeah. We do from planning applications to the full completion, project management and everything and every tiny little detail we deal with. And I think that's very important that the client feels, yes, Oz has my back. You know, I can just drop her a WhatsApp to say, I didn't like this. I'm not taking an offense at all. We're working for their happiness. We're working for their home. So it's, it's the journey that we take together and that journey stays with us. So we form a friendship. It's challenging as well. I mean, you one of your projects, you basically started from scratch yeah. and for five years it's take the whole project yeah. was handed over to you a five-year project I mean you have to have quite a lot of confidence to to know that after five years you're going to be handing over mm. the keys to something they are really going to love I mean that's that's quite a big ask that that was huge that was really really huge and that was high that was in Hyde Park that was in Hyde Park yes it took us five years to complete the project from planning to the keys, I handed over the keys five years later. 
And how much how much input would a client... Every day I was there. But the client, I was seeing the client every six months. Yes, yeah, so I mean that's incredible to me that that you have the the knowledge and the expertise and the confidence to know that you're that you're on the right pathway and that's absolutely going to be what they what they want. I, well, you, what you're mentioning is something so important because if you're working for a property developer, it's completely different. You can choose standard things, products, fabrics, tiles, and you go ahead with it because you think from your experience it's going to be right. You search on the market. But then when you have an individual client, it's very important to get to know the client. It doesn't matter the brief. The brief, at this moment of time, that moment of time, it doesn't matter. Because till you get to know the client, you don't know the style, you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know how they're living. So for this client, we traveled all his homes all around the world. So I had a very good idea. But you're also looking at them and, and um, what they're wearing and what they're carrying and what, as well as the house and everything. And, and if they have any staff with them, so they would have the nannies, they would have the cook and the chef and getting to know those staff as well are very important because they say, oops, he wouldn't like that. Yeah. Because they know him very well. So it, it, is, it is very challenging. But maintaining a very good communication with the client, always informing the client, always asking the client, I may not know everything, but some of the things I go with my gut feeling, which is very important if you're running a business, is so important, gut feeling. Mm. And researching, reading a lot, a lot. And some of the things, I do need approvals because we had in that project asbestos problem. We had dry rot, which bumped up the price by half a million dry rot. So I couldn't just make a decision, go ahead. Of course, the right way is to go ahead. But still, I'm spending someone else's half a million. So he needs to give me an approval. And what about some of the commercial projects that you've done? Where else would we have seen the OS design well, stamp? Quite a lot of places. So we have completed another residential, very large project. It took us four years in Manchester. And uh, it's completely different to projects. Manchester Villa is very young, very contemporary, very different. We have done the architectural side of it as well as the interior design. So was that a new build or were you That was completely on? new build. How many are, in, are you in your team? We are seven of us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, <laughs> it's amazing really because you are comparatively small and yet you yes. do these incredible projects. And I know you have your fingers. I mean, whenever I'm seeing you in the office, you, you're, you know, you're like a sort of mini tornado, you know, kind of. <laughs> you are absolutely right. And because I even listen to their phone calls, I know it's, such a micromanagement but knowing the clients that I know how I know them the way that even you talk to them some of the words to use in the emails we say okay we are going to do all of those and the schedule is this they know when I sent the email and they know one of my designers sent the email on behalf of me they say the tone wasn't right the tone wasn't you I'm a conductor I just start everything in one go 
create a chaos, create a tornado. But then the more we move, the more you get the things done. Mm. The only trouble is just troubling a lot. And that's when I catch up with my emails. <laughs> as soon as I land, wherever I'm going to land, is that you can see the emails are going. <laughs> Most of your work is UK based. No, we have projects in Paris, we have done projects in Italy, Cyprus, we have huge projects at the moment. We are doing a university architectural project. We have in Cyprus, in northern oh, Cyprus, uh, Cyprus International University uh, with Mr. Boyaju. We work very closely with him. But you must be so proud to be doing something like that oh, back yes. in your own home. Oh, yes. I didn't expect to be back to Cyprus. Yeah. Then Mete, uh, Mete's family, actually, they're a construction company. They own the, one of the biggest construction company. So my dad, my mum and dad sent me when I was 12 or 13, I'm not entirely sure, when I decided to study interior design, they said, go and have a work experience over the summer. And they were hoping that I would hate it. <laughs> Come back and say, yes, I don't want design or construction or anything. I will be a lawyer or something more sensible in the codes, yeah, I'm saying. I fell in love with it. All I did for three months was making tea and coffee. I love the environment. I love that buzz, people doing stuff. And, and 20 years later, 25 years later, we met again. And he got to know me again. And, and I, I showed him everything that we do. That was three, four years ago. Now he gives us a lot of projects, mm. a lot of projects, architectural, commercial, residential. And I think it's very important that we, we actually stamp really good designs, really good projects around the world. That's very important for me. So from grade two listed residential, we have done grade two listed denim film studios with Western Homes. And we are currently developing their HQ headquarters in Stansted for a thousand employees. It's, a, it's going to be a huge, amazing place. But I would like to create that fun environment. about going into fashion because I know that you I mean you also beautifully turned out and I know that you Thank love you. your oh, yes. clothes and and jewelry and jewelry <laughs> oh jewelry 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 <laughs> so are we going to see are we going to see OS designs in to wear or coming soon <laughs> it is actually coming soon not the fashion but we are starting our bags are you yes Exciting. So we have collaboration with few very good suppliers around the world, which I can name it in a couple of months' time. And uh, we have done some designs for them. They fell in love. Well, I fell in love with the bag, <laughs> first of all. I love using the jewellery in the bags and I love the fabrics. Mostly what I do, I used to take um, high street brands and alter it. Now I take my own fabric. I have people like I have so many people around here that they constantly make me skirts and skirts with a high waist or with the buttons. And I I'm constantly designing whether it is fashion, jewelry is another huge passion of mine. I if I didn't do interior design, it would have been jewelry, hundred yeah. percent jewelry. 
And with um, with clients as well, do you are there a lot of bespoke pieces? You work with craftsmen. Oh yes, bespoke furniture to artwork. We commission artwork. Everything is bespoke. Everything from flooring to balustrades to lighting to now even one of my clients asked me to design our own sanitary wear because really? he doesn't want to use any of the high street even there are beautiful fantastic designs we use Roca, we use Toto, we use Willem Bosch and it, Groher, Hans Groher he said no let's let's do our own thing so nobody has what I have yeah you um, want something unique. Exactly. Yeah. And that goes from his house to his jet, then his yeah. yacht, then his clothing. And he would like to have his own identity on everything. Yeah. And most of the projects we were bespoke. Of course, <laughs> the cost comes into it. For the private clients, that's completely different. It's fine. But for commercial, that we have to do bespoke as well. We just need to be sensible. When you're designing you know, a new bathroom or a basin or a toilet, I mean, that's going... That's really... I mean, it's also... There's a t- there are time constraints on that as well. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you have to accept that that's going to take quite a while. Sometimes some idea happens so quickly that it, it doesn't take any time because you have the experience now. Now... Now, not only I collect photos and I read a lot and I cut from the magazines like an old style, I still do that. I have my collage book, I have my uh, sketchbook everywhere I go. I still sketch. Yes, we do everything on the computer as well, but I still sketch. Every day I sketch. And the more you sketch, the more it comes. We never take, that's one of the things that I say to my team, never take your hand from the paper always your pencil has to be always on the paper because the more you draw the more you produce ideas you come up with ideas sometimes it is very quick sometimes it's not <laughs> so you build then level by level stages by stages you whether it is the material that you love or the feeling that you want to give or ergonomically how it is going to work it all comes into the consideration and Sometimes it really does take a year before you come up with anything for one project, for one thing, one element. So you have a collection with Jab? Yes. The German fabrics. How did that come about? Jab has known me for 12, 13 years. They knew when I, the day that I set up my company. And they asked me to help them to design their current showroom in Imperial Wolf. So we work with them already and we specify a lot from Jab, but we specify a lot from all of our suppliers. We work with a lot of suppliers and I kind of like going and seeing the suppliers in their own showrooms. Mm. We do get a lot of suppliers coming to us to show their, whether it is a yarn, carpets, fabrics, marble, but I like making that personal connection with the supplier. But you that think personal touch, yeah, and also, but you also think of somebody who, like, you know, who, you know, you see, you ignore the enormous success that you've had, and you kind of think, oh, well, you know, she probably does a bit of shopping and picks up the odd message on her phone. But I know that that's absolutely not the truth. You are absolutely there doing the 
the daily grind. Oh, yes. And I love that daily <laughs> routine. I love it. And it's not a routine. It's chaos. It's hurricanes happening in the office. And I love that. I used to live in the countryside. And at least three times a week, we used to start at 5 a.m. And none of the guys used to say anything to me. If I were an employee to us designed, I would have left by then. <laughs> but we have so much fun. Yeah. Always the music is going crazy. Always the TV is on. BBC, CNN, MTV, something. Then I love having the guests in the office. Let's have a coffee. Let's have a champagne. Let's go to lunch. But I am there from 8 till sometimes 8. Mm. Then some days we start at 6 and we finish at 10. But some days we start at 10 a.m. and we finish at 4 because it all depends on all the stages of the project. But we giggle a lot. And I think for me it's very important to create the energy in the office. Mm. So, some days, of course, it's very stressful and it has to be very serious and it's shouting and screaming happening on the phone. But 90% of the time we have to have the fun. Uh, well, I think it's fascinating and, um, you know, I congratulate you because I, you obviously give so much to the client and, and, and you can see why the clients come to you, you know, because they, they can absolutely trust you and, put, and they, they know that they're only going to get you, you yeah. know, if when they need to speak to somebody, they will get to speak to you. So that, cheers for 10 cheers. years. Cheers, thank you. And plenty thank more. <laughs> Thanks for listening to House Guests from Country and Townhouse magazine with me, Carol Annett. Don't forget to subscribe to the series on iTunes or Entail, where you can also find images, links and notes to enhance each episode. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett. And keep up to date on all the podcast news and show notes online at countryandtownhouse.co.uk slash podcast. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe.